I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Chapter 19. Race. We made our flight with seconds to spare, and then the true torture began. The plane sat idle on the tarmac while the flight attendants strolled, so casually, up and down the aisle, patting the bags in the overhead compartments to make sure everything fit. I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I'm Julia Argy. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight in Quarantine. So we have some like boring podcast news, but I'm going to try to tell it to you as excitingly as possible. Maybe, Julia, can you give me a sound effect? What's a podcast news sound effect? (laughs) I think that that was actually the perfect sound effect for this podcast because it had you laughing in the middle of your sound effect. So... Ariana Nettleman, our incredible executive producer, is currently working six, six and a half days a week. And part of the reason she's doing that is because we started Twilight in Quarantine and she was like, oh, I can totally do this for a couple of months. Quarantine is going to be like, what, a month? And we were like, probably. And here we are. And like quarantine slash coronavirus life is not going anywhere. And so we have decided to try to make our beloved podcast, Twilight in Quarantine, a little bit more sustainable for Ariana. And we know we wanted to do it three times a week because we were like, everybody is so stressed, stuck at home. They need like little breaks of respite. And we thought three times a week was going to be helpful in keeping you company. But as we're trying to adjust to a new normal, the middle ground that we are trying to walk is still doing the podcast, doing slightly longer episodes, but only once a week. We're not doing that now. We're going to start it with the clips. It does mean that we will make even less in ad revenue. So we still need your Patreon support. And thank you. Thank you to Ariana Nettleman, who has not had a day off from this podcast since March. Okay, now for a plane ride to Italy. Julia, you and I have flown to Italy together. Did this remind you of that? Uh, No, we were going on vacation. We weren't Saving someone's boyfriend's life. Yeah, so ours was much less exciting. But also more fun. (laughs) Way more fun. Okay, Julia, you go first today, Mama Ariana says. (laughs) Okay. Okay, on your mark. Get set, go. They get on a plane, and it's really boring because plane rides suck. And um, 
Bella naps and Alice has visions and Alice is like, I'm going to turn you into a vampire one day. And she's like, do it now. Um, <laughs> Alice makes some phone calls to various family members talking about how Edward's going to die. Edward is going to step out into the sun at noon during a festival. They get off the plane. They steal a yellow Porsche and they go speeding towards Volterra, um, which is vampire capital of the world and also of Italy. Oh, my God. You did such a good job. Thank you. I think you should always go first. Nope. That's the lesson. Not my lesson. Pretty sure. <laughs> okay, you go. Um, okay. Three, two, one, go. So Alice keeps having these conflicting visions and she's like the Volteri want to keep Edward alive and want to use him as one of their own because he, he has special gifts. And so they tell him, no, we're not going to kill you. So Edward then decides that he has to you know, kill himself anyway. And Bella is like very committed to the idea that she's not coming out of this alive until Alice says that she'll turn her into a vampire. And then she feels like she has something to live for. She can't even look out the window because of Alice's driving. And yeah, then they arrive. You did a much better job. Thank you. I appreciate that. I have to win sometimes. Do, 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 do. Julia, breaking news. What's in from Italy from our Italian correspondent? I have a little vacation update for those travelers during coronavirus. If you want somewhere that has zero vampire murders of the townspeople, go to Volterra, Italy. You might get murdered anyways. I'm really unclear about how they bring in droves of foreigners to get murdered by the vampires, but the other vampire crime seemingly non-existent. The place to go, summer 2020. I don't think Italy is letting in Americans. We have international listeners, Vanessa. We're an international phenomenon. Oh, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> so for our international listeners, yeah. you can go to Volterra. We work for the Tourist Bureau of Volterra. We are sending you there to not get eaten by vampires. Do you have any breaking news? Oh, man. Okay, I'm sorry, but Alice sleeps. She closes her eyes and goes into a, a state in which you can't really rouse her. And she has visions. Another word for this would be a REM cycle in which she dreams. She's a vampire who sleeps. It was like my superpower when I said that I would just go to bed a lot. I would be the vampire who sleeps. Alice and I have that in common. Oh, my God. You're Bella. You're Edward. You're Alice. I contain multitudes. <laughs> you really do. Okay, and then my other piece of breaking news is that there was a moment where I was really annoyed. I know we're not supposed to do this, but like I felt like Stephanie Meyer was like, oh, shoot, Edward can read thoughts. I have to write around the fact that I gave him that magical power. And so she just fixes it by saying you can control your thoughts and he would assume we were lying even in our thoughts. Like, I hate that. That seems like such a dumb workaround to a superpower. I feel like you can lie in your thoughts, but only after like years of telling yourself a story, you know? Right. You have to have really like indoctrinated yourself to a certain viewpoint in order to be able to lie in your thoughts. Right. You have to believe it. What I hate in fantasy is when the magic changes in order to serve the plot. And I felt like that's what was happening here. And I hated it. Did you have any moments of genuine enjoyment? I did. I actually loved the first part of this chapter in which Bella gets on a plane and then says the true torture began. And then 
proceeds to describe an incredibly regular air travel experience in which like the hostess walks around and you're like desperate to like have this be over and actually you think the airport is bad but wait till you get on the plane i related to that so much it's like you're like so stressed about getting on the plane and all of a sudden you're on the plane you're like oh my god i'm trapped in this tiny can that flies through the air at 500 miles an hour and not only in the can but like basically in my chair because getting up is an imposition to everyone around you like it's horrible She's obviously stressed for different reasons, but I very much appreciated the sentiment. Do you have a piece of genuine enjoyment? Yeah, I really did enjoy this, and it's going to sound fucked up. But I really liked that Edward's suicide plan was to sparkle his way to death. I feel like go out in glory. Be like, do you know how I'm going to die? Sparkling. I mean, I had earlier talked about how... Bella is so dramatic. And Edward is just as dramatic. Even his family knows that, like, he's going to do something dramatic because he has that flair. Do you think that he was always that dramatic? Or do you think, like, winking is contagious and drama is contagious? And he gave it to Bella? Who gave it to whom? He gave winking to Bella, but Bella gave drama to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, Renee's super dramatic, so that tracks. The other thing I'll say in defense of Edward being such a drama king is that if you force someone to go to high school forever, they are going to be, like, stunted in some ways, including, Uh like, their whole social world is one of drama, so. Uh That's probably why Jasper is thriving in the philosophy department at Cornell now. Done with high school. (laughs) Good for him. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay, off to advice land? Sure. I feel like we need a harp sound effect. And you used to play the harp. Can you do that with your mouth somehow? (laughs) Do-do-do. It's a string (laughs) instrument. Like, make the sound of a guitar, Vanessa. (laughs) It's an electric guitar. (laughs) Okay, my first piece of advice is to Alice, but it's like also to Jacob. It's like to anybody who does this. So Alice is talking about like we have one rule as vampires. And Bella's like, oh my God, I really wanted to be a vampire. Could you please tell me what the rule is? Someone should have like offered me an orientation or like given me a brochure so I would have known what I was signing up for. And Alice is like, come on, you can guess what the one rule is. And Bella thinks about it. And she's like, I really can't. And Alice is like, yeah, you can. 
And Bella's like, no, dude, I really can't. And the one rule is that you're not supposed to tell non-vampires about it. But like, why are you making people feel dumb for like not being able to read your mind? That's also like not how recall works. Like then once Alice says it, Bella agrees that it's like kind of obvious and intuitive. But I just like don't think that's how brain works. You don't like send like an open abyss of like, think about a thing I told you a year ago. It's so annoying that people keep doing this to Bella. And also, no wonder Bella doesn't know the rule because Edward did not follow it at all. It took him like two weeks to crack. Right. A hundred percent of the vampires she knows don't follow the rule. Yeah. Poor girl's so confused. What about you? What advice do you have? My advice is kind of similar because it's also towards Alice, who is making Bella feel dumb. At one point, Bella can't figure out what is going on with the Volturi and Edward and Alice keeps having visions. And Alice tells Bella to keep up. However, Bella is approximately 200 steps behind the situation. Insofar as Bella says, with regards to her saving Edward's life. But I wasn't so stupid as to think that saving him would mean that I could stay with him. I was no different, no more special than I'd been before. So Bella still thinks that Edward doesn't want to date her, yet somehow her death has caused his suicide? Like, she is not in the same pace of this plot as everyone else is. And Alice needs to sit her down and explain to her what is going on, because Bella is, like, three days behind the actual plan and situation, at least. So I'll say this in Bella's defense. When I was, like, 18, I was convinced that this person didn't like me who definitely liked me back. And everybody knew he liked me back. But I was like, no, he's so handsome. He's so smart. So, like, I actually felt for Bella when she said that line of, like, I know that I don't actually deserve him. I agree with you that she's so behind. I just don't judge her for it because I think that our self-perception can often be so far off that, like, we don't see things that are obvious to everybody else. Yeah, I know. That's my advice is to Alice because Bella is, like, so far behind she will never be able to catch up on her own. Yeah, I agree with your advice. And I, I was just adding that, like, I had a real moment of sympathy with Bella where I was like, I could totally see myself doing that at 18. We love Bella, mostly. What's your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is for Bella – Bella, it's embarrassing to be like this thirsty. Alice is like, I think I'm just going to turn you into a vampire. This whole situation is ridiculous, which like good on you, Alice. Correct assessment of a situation. Well done. Bella literally responds, oh, my God, do it right now. Bite me. It's like if somebody who you've had a crush on for years asks you out, you shouldn't go like, oh, my God, yes, I thought you'd never ask. You should be like, oh, yeah, like depends on when. It would be like, yeah, kiss me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Inside have those feelings. Text your friends those feelings. Be like, oh, my God, Hugh Jackman finally asked me out. Guess what I didn't say? Okay, are you asking for a date or a wedding date? But you got it on the outside play. It's just like the tiniest bit cool. The bite me on the plane, too. Like, I know people do weird things on planes, but like... <laughs> That's like, you know, put your toes like between someone else's seat and then you like see someone's bare toes or something. It's not like 
make out with someone's neck and suck their blood. Like, I don't really think that that has happened yet, nor should it. You don't think vampire bites have ever happened at 30,000 feet? No. You don't think there's a mile bite club? (laughs) Okay. (sighs) What second piece of advice do you have? My second piece of advice is also about plane shenanigans. Bella does something that I love to do, which is like you're too tired to like watch the movie on the plane. So you just kind of watch someone else's. And Bella can't tell if it's a romance or a horror film. And I think this is an underlying problem with Bella's understanding of what love looks like. Like you should be able to tell the difference between a romance and a horror film as you watch a movie. This should be evident without the audio available to you. So my advice to Bella is if you are in a situation where you can't tell if it's a horror film or a horror situation and a romance, it's a horror. (laughs) You know when it's a romance. (laughs) It has nothing to do with the scary part. Isn't it because Bella over the last year has like found it so horrific when people are kissing? She's like, ah, gross. It makes me want to die. That like this is revealing her subconscious. She thinks all love is horrible now. Yeah. Sad for her. Well, she's about to be reunited with Edward, most likely. So she will be vindicated that that's true. Did you write anything down in your Twilight Diary? I'm just like, as the self-appointed Cullen financial planner, I'm just always astounded about how bad they are at like being rich. They should be flying first class. They should be flying first class. They don't need to steal a car. Rich people can rent cars. Rich people could buy a Ferrari and say deliver it to the airport. My real idea, rich people could probably rent a helicopter. Here I am being like, imagine if I was rich, I would do all this stuff to, you know, save my brother from sparkling to death. And they're just like, guess I have to commit more crimes. Do you know what book you're going to love one day? Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) Because it is wealth porn. Do you know what he has? A helicopter. Do you know what he stays in? Nice hotels. Do you know how he flies? Private jets. E.L. James agreed with you that that was a flaw of these books. There was not nearly enough wealth porn. And she was like, don't worry, everyone. I am on it. Well, well, at least I know I can get my fix from somewhere because I'm not getting it here. Stealing a yellow Porsche or whatever, that does not do it for me. I want a brand new Porsche. I completely agree with you. Do you have anything in your Twilight Diary? Riddle me this. Why is the announcement that they're landing in French? They're going to Italy. They're flying Air France? From New York to Italy? You don't think Air France flies to Italy? I think that then when you're landing in Italy, they speak in Italian. I was thinking maybe it's like, you know how Andorra is like right between France and Spain? Maybe Volterra is like a country right between France and Italy. Isn't there one of those? Is that where Liechtenstein is? Yeah. But it's in Italy. Like, they land in Florence. They don't land in Volteri. (laughs) Okay, great. I riddled you that, and you don't have an answer. That's fine. I don't. A mystery. Right in. So the other thing on my Twilight Diary is that Bella says, oh, yeah, like, if I die because Edward's dead, like, that's not a big deal. I won't make it back to Charlie, whatever. And Alice's response is, and this is actually a quote, 
you're weird. I no longer find it cute the way that the Collins and the Swans are handling this. Like Bella is severely depressed. She has like some real dissociative episodes. She has suicidal ideation. She has like a reckless streak that has led to her going to the hospital several times. Like I'm over it, everyone. I know. And apparently Edward is right there with her in terms of these plans that they've had. Which just makes them like really codependent in an unhealthy way. Like this isn't totally. love. This is codependence. Mm-hmm. So that was my diary. It was like sad face. And like my my Twilight Diary pages change color when your tears fall on them. Mm. And so you can see all the little spots of where they change color from my tears of sad. Anything else in your Twilight Diary? My other last little note is that we hear about super cool vampire powers that would make Alice and Edward seem like party tricks. But we never hear what they are. What do you think they are? The instantaneous ability to learn a new language. Like you just have to listen to someone for like 30 seconds and you're like, yep, got it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, je ne sais je Is that what they say when they land? <laughs> And whereas they should have been saying, ciao, bana, but they didn't. <laughs> That's the coolest one I could think of off the top of my head. What about you? I was like, shoot horses from their fingers. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I like that. I like that. I think it would be fun to be able to step outside and whatever like the most appropriate outfit is for like weather, chicness, level of fanciness, like that outfit appears on your body. And would it change based on the weather throughout the day? Or is it like you have one chance through your doorway? No, I think it changes all the time. You like walk in like on a hot summer day, you're in like a really cute sundress. And then you walk into an over air conditioned office building where like your nipples would be showing and like a really cute cardigan and jean jacket gets thrown over. You're really into handy things. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you can poop rainbows. Oh, yeah, I like that, too. You have no idea. My love language is acts of service. I just want my life to be easy. That's all I want. I'm just here with my acts of frivolity. (laughs) What are you going to put in Bella's care package? I would give her what I literally always regret not traveling with, which is a deck of cards. You can play solitaire. You can like just play spit. You can play a quick game of rummy. There's a lot of downtime when traveling and a quick card game can just make it entertaining. So just a really cute deck of cards. Yeah. I mean, she just can't play with Alice because Alice can see the future. So it's basically only solitaire or she has to make new friends, which she's not good at. No, she's really not good at, but it'd be good for her to practice. What about you? I remember we were going to do like an Italian food tour this chapter. It hasn't happened yet. So I'm going to get her some mushroom ravioli, real Italian ravioli. She had it at that Port Angeles restaurant. She's going to have it again. I will throw in four Cokes for her. But as a person who's incredibly hungry in this present moment, I'm so excited to get her just a huge heaping plate of ravioli for her to share with Edward upon their reunion. But in Italy this time. And it's going to be amazing. In Bella Italia, where they speak French. Oh, her name is Bella. That's that's nice. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? I think Edward is going to take his shirt off and he's going to sparkle at high noon. 
Mm-hmm. And no one is going to want to murder him for it. They're going to think it's dazzling. And he's going to become like a hero and the local news is going to come. And then there's going to be positive press relations on vampires. And then all vampires in the world are going to become vegetarian vampires. Then there's going to be some organizing where they're going to have the vampires like only hunt invasive animals that are like really bad for the local vegetation. And they're going to become like a friend of the environment. And they're going to start like a public transit system where you can ride a vampire and that's going to lower pollution around the world. And like vampires are going to become part of the solution and not part of the problem. I love that. Thanks. Edward, be the change. This has been Twilight and Quarantine, an Air France flight from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show is conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I can only hotwire Hondas. We are a production of Outside Productions and are distributed by 8Cast. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being wonderful. Just thanks. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.